You are listening to the Fantasy Joes Podcast, your weekly dose of fun and unique fantasy football talk with a focus on Dynasty. And now, here are your hosts, Trey Barrett, Will Greenwood, and Ryan Livergood. Hey, we made it. It's Championship Week. We are the Fantasy Joes. It's Will Greenwood. It's Ryan Livergood. We are the Fantasy Joes. Will, how are you? Oh, damn it. Wrong show. I mean, darn it. Wrong show. <laughs> Do I have to put the E on the show now that you said the, I don't think the so. word? I, uh, all right. Ooh, careful with that description of word. It is a blizzard here in Minnesota, Ryan. An absolute blizzard. It is just the snow is a blowing. You don't have more than 100 feet of visibility on the highways. It's, uh, I'm going to have to get the old snowblower out in the morning tomorrow. Are you serious? Did you guys really get snow up there? Yeah, we got we got hammered. Oh, I didn't we're know. Still, we're that. still getting hammered. It was like it was close to fifty here today, so that's why I'm like, yeah, oh, it's very windy and cold and awful. Oh, so you got <laughs> you got you got a white white Christmas then for all the all the kids up there. Yeah, I I guess we just do it now. It's one of my moments that we're getting a white Christmas, Ryan. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful. We did drive around like Christmas lights last night. Which I'm not the biggest fan of, but if you just get yourself in the right kind of like mood for it, we went and got like hot chocolate, and uh, I got you know like a peppermint mocha from from Starbucks. So we have like our hot drinks and, and cruising mm, around. Sure. And yep. there's a lot of really nice neighborhoods in Minneapolis where a lot of people pay. I assume companies a lot of money to put up their lights. <laughs> yeah, you know it's funny we've done that a lot here, Will, because there's you know we're being very careful about what we do, and there's only so much you can do with, with kids. Mm-hmm. So we were going to go see yet another light display. And my youngest, who's five, is like, no, I don't want to go see any more lights. I'm tired of seeing Christmas lights. So we're, we're, we're done. <laughs> right. There's a story of my childhood here. We'll go on a quick digression. Uh, we were out looking at Christmas lights. And I was like, you know, nine or, like nine or 10, 10 max. But I was starving. I was so hungry. I just, right, the hungriest I've ever been. And th- this lady came up and was handing out little plastic baby Jesuses. And just from the backseat of the van, I just yell, is it chocolate? Because <laughs> that's all I wanted was some food at that moment in time. And my family still dogs on me for it, and rightfully so. That's, that's funny. What, but what, what were these little baby Jesuses she was standing out? It's were these like a little baby, plastic baby Jesus figure. And I shouldn't just pla- just that pla- oh. Yeah, but it was just an odd, an odd thing to hand out to uh, cars passing by the lights in that neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. But it was very funny. That uh, now we all get a good laugh and be yelling whether or not it was chocolate. Because, you know, when you're little and hungry, you're basically at the end of your rope. You may die. You may die in your own That's mind. That's right. So I was just thinking about, you know, continuing forward and living. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, let's let's move, let's transition away from that and, and talk about week 15. Uh, week 15 might have been great for you. Might have been awful for you. Um, there were... A, a lot of moments and a lot of letdowns. So we are going to start with moments. So we're going to start with Jalen Hurts, the Jalen Hurts moments of the week. Will, oh, oh man, yeah. Ooh, that was awesome. I, I mean, assuming you weren't playing Jalen Hurts, and if you were, maybe not so much. But um, I have to say, Will, I was trailing in a league, and I, and I had to start Jalen Hurts, who I only acquired quite by accident in this league. It, it was a guy that wanted to acquire – um, Derek Carr for some reason. So I traded um, Derek Carr for Carson Wentz and he threw in Jalen Hurts. Uh, and so I'm faced to start him and I'll be darned if, if his breakout game plus Juju's poor performance of Monday Night Football didn't net me a victory, Will. So 
that that was one of my my highlights. Um, well, we the- Ryan, we talked about this in the off season too a bit, and it came from I think Curtis Patrick said it on one of the uh, Roto Underworld podcasts, but that like Jalen Hurts is that ultimate lottery ticket. So when he comes in to start the game, he's a guy you can plug and play, and it can swing your dynasty league. And that is coming into fruition like tenfold for anybody that was scooping him up in the second round. I actually have quite a bit of Jalen Hurts around. It's just his breakout game came one game too late. So all the students was out of the playoffs. Yeah, I think it's amazing. And I think that if you have them, well, number one, you know, we don't know what he is yet. I know that there are some people in there saying like, he's a top 12 dynasty quarterback. I'm not convinced yet. I mean, we've seen guys kind of splash on the scene and have some big games. But what Jalen Hurts has, though, that maybe some of these other guys don't have is, is a track record of, of, of being a winner. It, you know, all the things he's been through, um, you know, I, I think he's, he's, he certainly, you know, looks the part so far. And, and um, you know, I could see him develop and grow even further. So he's, he's an exciting story, if nothing else, even if you don't have him on your dynasty team. Yeah, just, Great story. Just alters the landscape. So what, what, what's your first moment of the week, Will? Uh, it's Chad Hansen season, Ryan. Uh, it is. It Chad is. And Chad season all gall darn day. Uh, I know he didn't have, I think he had three targets. Is it three targets, three catches, but he still put, put up another tutty. Uh, he has been a, a super amazing plug and play wide receiver since he hit the, hit the road. He has not disappointed you in any way. And Ryan, it is just so much fun that Chad Hansen exists and is putting up fantasy points right now. So that is my first moment of the week. Just, Oh, thank you, Chad Hansen. Now take a seat. Yeah. Well, I mean, some people will be counting on him in week sixteen. Believe it or not, I, I mean, the the the, the, the why would you do that? He's the story. Big hands. The, the story is not ended. So the Chad Hansen saga. If Chad Hansen goes off for like 120 yards and two touchdowns, and is uh you know, <laughs> that that fantasy league winner, that is so much great content moving forward. As far as like. Again, Ryan, I feel like we haven't had this where a completely no-name receiver or player has really blown up. You know, like like Damian Williams blew up, but he wasn't a no-name. Uh, and it wasn't somebody who had just been off the fantasy radar for years. It'll, it'll make us hold tight to our uh, predictions before. I tried to find if we'd ever talked about Chad Hansen in our previous podcasts. I think it was – I mean, it might have been like when we were first starting in one of the, the lost episodes. Uh, he was at least brought up or mentioned at some point in time, but not in any any – like real way he was a fourth round pick yeah well let, let's be honest we weren't real high on him and no i've been i said right i said chad hansen would be a starter for you in your your playoffs and that's right when you get to 2020 you might be rolling him out there in the championship game just <laughs> yeah. wait and see mark my words um you know one guy that i rolled into my lineup was um the i can't, can't i didn't put him in the show notes i just remembered this the um the the wide receiver for the Chargers. So is it Tyrone Johnson? Is that right? Tyrone Johnson. Tyrone Johnson. So I played him in the IDP guys invitational. And I, you know, I, I have to say that one of my highlights of the week, well, one of my moments of the week is that I moved on. Not only in the first round was I the last, the last team to make the cut. I was the 10th team, 10, 10 teams advance. I just made the That's cut. All you need, all you need is one week, one more week, one more week, one more week. So I, I I'm excited about rolling into the, the championship week in the IDP guys invitational. And uh, it's, it's been a fun ride so far. So it's, it's fun to be in these big tournaments with a bunch of other people and, and be in the championship. I mean, you know, maybe I have a 10% chance, but it's been fun so far. Well, Ryan, all those other guys peaked too early. You you're locked in zero to hero right here. 
right? I've got some some really talented players on the team. You know, the Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. I've even got Jalen Johnson. Yeah. Yes. I, well, I, I think I dropped him to pick up somebody else um, this week, but yes, it, it's, it's a, you know, well, we'll see what happens. You never know. Never know. What, what, what about you? Will other moments this week? Uh, it's Logan Thomas time. Uh, it is. Wow, man. What, what a, talk about a time for been, him to turn it on. Oh, we've been teased all year. Just that like he dip his toe in the water and then pull it, you know, pull it back out from the pool. And now he's fully jumped in. He's on the shack roll into the pool. And if you haven't seen Shaq, how he gets into a pool, and his imitation they did on live TV and fell over in a chair. Go and find that. It's very funny. Shaq is a, is a pretty funny man. Uh, but anyway, Logan, Logan Thomas has been teasing us all season. And now he's like, he's just, just piling it up. I mean, he is uh, just, just padding his stats for the overall season. This will be remembered going into next year. I'm just so happy Logan Thomas is in my life right now. Yeah. And, and we need it. We need some, some tight ends to, to perform for us. Um, and, and you know who knows? Week sixteen, we, we were talking about this on the Patreon show. George Kittle may, may come back. We may get George Kittle back. So, um, yeah, we, we need some tight ends. That, that, that's for sure. Um, I don't know that I have any other uh, other moments. I mean, those are my two, my two big moments. Um, I, right. I got plenty of letdowns. Do you have any more moments for me? I got two more moments. One is fantasy related. The other one is very personal. So I'll run through. We'll go through the fantasy related one first. Uh, Ryan it is also David Montgomery breakout season. Uh, continues yes and this is so much fun this is so much fun because again so much discussion like he's gonna be such a topic of conversation he's currently in my espn ppr league running back six overall and he he could climb higher that's the thing like he has the opportunity to move up so if he finishes that top five running back dave montgomery's value in dynasty has gone from zero to hero in a year and maybe even just in like six weeks and I, I just, it's, it's going to be fun to see. I mean, there's just going to be so many disparaging articles, discussions, <laughs> like everything about David Montgomery. But I love that he is breaking out right now and winning. He's, I mean, he has the potential to win you a fantasy championship. He's definitely a piece, if you have him on your team, that has gotten you here. And I am, I've been waiting for this, Ryan, for the David Montgomery breakout. Although I haven't been able to enjoy it on my own teams, I am happy for everybody else who can. It's crazy. It, it really is crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, they're the the Bears, you know, or yeah, the, their offensive line has started to gel together, which has been a big part of that. And they're committed to running the ball, and you know, uh, Trubisky is able to run that offense. And yeah, no, it, it's exciting. It, it, I mean, it's it's hard for me to believe, but, but well, and, and it, these off season conversations are going to be a lot of fun with David Montgomery because there are still people that you know, the people that didn't like him coming into the league still don't like him, and even if he produces a top five season um it won't be enough for for some people so um i'm not even sure how i feel about him i you know that's one of the things i'll have to do in the offseason is kind of maybe reevaluate how i feel about david montgomery so let's not forget too that my my 30 and like a half inch vertical is an inch higher than david montgomery's (laughs) so does that mean that i shouldn't like him as much as i don't know it's a weird thing i feel like he just had a bad jump day there's absolutely no way in real life that that man can't out jump me Maybe, well, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe we can, we can get, we can see that. You know, I, got some, I, you know, I got, some, I got some spree legs. So, you know, bring it, let's, let's do it, David. Yeah, so you, you and me, it, we can hang out, we can drink some beers and we'll do. <laughs> we'll, you we'll do you got the Iowa, you got the Iowa connection. So. Well, he went to Iowa State, but yeah. I still love him. He, yes. I mean, if he has, has, you know, I'm sure he listens to the podcast and just when he was coming out as a rookie, how much I loved him. He knows, he knows. What's your other 
moment of oh the gritty right the gritty the gutty the lay it all out there on the field cincinnati Bengals saved one of my matchups i was up uh just over nine points but it's rounded scoring for defenses in this redraft league and he had the steelers defense going against this Bengals starting whatever string rb at this point they're a mix and match back there there's not there's there's first string in joe burrow and then there's just like it's like a clutter it's like a puddle of other of other quarterbacks and they pulled out their best performance of the season for me and i was just very 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 happy that that happened yeah i mean i i, I was the that monday night game was was good for me too where i advanced in two championship games based on some things that happened that i didn't think would i didn't think it would go that way but for a lot of people that monday night football game was a disaster if you were relying on ben roethlisberger uh juju um James Conner because he James was a late late rule out. Oh yeah, just just a really really bad game, and even some guys that maybe you didn't expect a lot, but you needed a little bit from, like Eric Ebron going out early with injury, Taylor Boyd going out early with early with injury. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a rough game for for I think a lot of people. If you needed anything, um, I mean, if you needed Gio Bernard to score a couple of touchdowns, you were probably happy, but otherwise, yeah, it was kind of rough. But um, uh, let's move into letdown. So this segment we'll call with letdowns. I, I wasn't heard to call this like let rust defrost in the microwave letdowns. Um, <laughs> like I, I, like I don't that even know. What, I don't know what we want to call letdowns here, but um, why, why don't you go first, Will? Well, so many dynasty Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers letdowns. Uh, so it didn't tank. That doesn't. Their performances didn't tank your team overall. But these types of matchups at this point in the season, we're talking semifinals and dynasty leagues are for the Titans of dynasty leagues. So when your best, you know, potentially when your top scoring players on your team underperforms, or if you have both of them, which I do, uh, they're just performances overall at this key week. And I know that, you know, they, they don't really care about when they perform or don't well, the touchdown side, as long as they're winning, but just it that's was Josh so, Jacobs. They don't care. Yeah, <laughs> it was, uh, <laughs> But it was just such a such a big letdown. I had so many teams booted with those with those two, like relying on on several more points. I mean, some of them were just blowouts. I would have lost anyway. But some of them were tight ones, and uh, I could have used. I mean, even like asking fifteen more fantasy points out of each of those two guys isn't too much. Hey, Will, off the top of your head, do you know how many leagues you have? Like, what percentage of leagues you have Russell Wilson and or Aaron Rodgers in? Uh, it's probably like eighty five. Yeah, because you're you're big believers in those guys, and why wouldn't you be? And I've been for um, a while, and it's done right. well for me. Right, right. So, I, just to kind of uh, not to go too much on a tangent, like because I, I I know like one of my things when I'm like looking at my portfolio of teams, so to speak. I I mean I do have teams where I've got heavy on certain players, but I I do like the idea of kind of diversifying and not having you know so much of one player on a given team. Does this experience make you? Like rethink, like, are you gonna in the offseason go and be like, oh, I need to, I need to move off some of my Russell Wilson shares or in Rogers? Shares? Well, Ryan, this is what we call in the industry a, a microaggression uh, when you talk <laughs> about how bad my managing of teams is. No, no, no. And I know it's, I know it's, it's not. I, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying. No, I'm not. No, I get. Saying no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Ah, uh, come on. <laughs> uh, it it does with Russell Wilson. I think with Aaron Rodgers, you just kind of ride it out at this point. But I now now his value hasn't has peaked, so we'll just have to see how it goes. I, I do have to d- devise some ways to diversify myself off of uh, kind of like these two. I did a little bit this offseason, but it's mostly with Aaron Rodgers and almost none with Russell Wilson. And I look like an absolute genius 
you know, eight weeks into the season. Well, but now I, but, it's uh, yeah. So, the thing is that it's that third that Ryan's that third quarterback in Superflex. Like, if you don't have a pivot option when you can play matchups, and especially when you're if you only have two, you're relying on them because you can make the playoffs with two. That you just kind of get stuck in a rut, and I think it's what to me it's opened up of taking more risks of of players. You know, like like I don't know the the Jalen the Jalen Hurts archetype to have that, I don't know, like in that like back pocket, like I would have started probably started Jalen Hurts over Russell Wilson this week. And that might, that would have won me games. Yeah, perhaps, but, but, but you never know. Like, like he could have had um, a third quarterback, like a, you know, like a Mr. Trubisky or something. And you're not going to start Trubisky over Russell Wilson. Could you imagine like if knowledge of the future, you're in a best ball draft and you take JD McKissick in like the eighth round, just to make sure you get him, you know, like just, just the amount of, uh, like like trash that would be talked to you at that point in time. Anyway, yeah, you never know, and and but it's just sad. like that's just a letdown when you're when you see the performance opportunities to to drag down. Are there's potential for that, and then it happens. It just feels bad. Yeah. Um, for for me, my my biggest letdown easily was um, and this I don't think this is bad process as bad results. I so I in our league of ballers I pretty much so i thought stafford was going to be out all week and i basically have three quarterbacks i've got uh stafford matt ryan and, and mitchell trubisky so <laughs> I, I, you know I, I was like i didn't feel good about any of those options but i really felt bad about matt ryan i'm like matt ryan going to, like he's just been awful and you saw in the second half of that game against the bucks i thought he was gonna be like that the whole game i'm like man i wish i had any other option but matt ryan and then i got one because stafford's gonna play so i'm like okay this is I know he's hurt and, you know, maybe he, he, you know, he won't be as good, but he's got to be better than Matt Ryan. So I plug in Matt Stafford and obviously Matt Ryan has a huge game and, and I would have been in the championship this week had I started Matt Ryan over Stafford or, or Trubisky and um, it didn't happen. So that, that was a letdown. The real fault there is Trubisky being the third option. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think the thing is that I thought the bears would, would, um, would throw more you know i thought he would have a a bigger game um bears yeah. bears like back alley sneak into the playoffs too potentially yeah i don't think that's gonna happen i, I, it's I guess also it's a team, but it's also a team you really don't want to face in the playoffs it's like really? they're motivated the again yeah that defense will beat you up it just make defense, you tired oh you saw the defense is not playing that well that that's the story of the past several weeks is that or what have they won? Like, is it is it three in a row since they since they lost to the Lions? Has it been that many weeks or two in a row? No, I think it's just been two in a row. But the defense has not looked good in those either of those games. It's the, it's oddly enough the offense that's kind of I don't want to say carrying the team, but no, the defense has not Montgomery. been very good. David, yeah, David Montgomery, yeah. But, but anyway, I think, but I think that defense with with uh, a good amount of motivation and coaching, I the 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 players are still good, in my opinion. I think that they could be just a scary matchup in the playoffs. Anyway, Ryan, next letdown uh, is just Juju. His whole, yeah, Juju. his whole dynasty stock this this whole season. This is almost like a, a you know, a, a, an end of the year, end of the season uh, reward show for Juju because oof, oof, Juju. It's really sad. Um, I, I only have, and I, you know, I remember a couple of years ago. It's like I really wanted like Juju in more leagues. Um, and I have him in just one league and it's, it is just depressing. Cause I, I, I love him. I mean, I think he's just so much fun and um, 
you know, some, some karma kind of kicked him in, in, in the butt this week with, uh, you know, yeah. on Instagram yeah. on the logo and then just, uh, just that fumble, man, he just got swacked and, oh. Yeah, they kept replaying it and replaying it and replaying it because they were, yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, no, if, and that's the thing. You, you probably, I mean, maybe some people like needed a big game from Juju, but some people just needed a like average game from Juju on Monday night. Uh, give me and, six and, points in PPR. Yeah, Come yeah, on. And, and it doesn't happen. It's, oh, it's crazy. It's really crazy. That team's broken. It's the most broken team. Uh, also, but it's Ryan. His dynasty value is totally going to rebound. He's going to be fine when he signs with. The Niners? The Niners. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I have a question for you. Who Who is going to be more sought after, um, Corey Davis or Juju Smith-Schuster in the, in the free agency? Ooh. <laughs> Whichever one is signed with the Niners. No. No, I mean, I don't mean Dynasty Valley. I'm teams. saying I would bet Juju gets a bigger contract than Corey Davis. Yeah. I mean, probably. Um, so... He'll go to like he'll go to like some team that's recently hired an analytics team, and he'll go to like the Ravens, and his his value be just completely lost. Yeah. Oh man, the the players you could have got for Juju. Um, we could talk about. I think one thing that'll be interesting to talk about too is what with what happened to. I know it's a different situation. Well, this is a conversation from the show. Well, we'll we'll come back to Juju in the off season and talk about him because there's all kinds of things to unpack with him. I think so. Uh, uh, let's see what other letdowns do I have. Um, I, I put Saturday games as a letdown because with a couple of Saturday games, and I really hate that for lineup decisions, Will, especially in the semifinals, trying to figure things out. Um, and I, I think that maybe that impacted some performances. Do, do the Packers, do, does Aaron Rodgers play better if he's not playing on, on Saturday night, you know, for, for example? I, I, don't, I don't know that he would have, but I, I mean, it's just still kind of a well, weird time. Devontae for- Adams would have and boosted Aaron Rodgers in what he was doing. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just... I just, I just hate the, those. I mean, I like to, I like them as a fan because I like to watch a game, but in terms of, you know, trying to make lineup decisions when you get a Thursday night game and then Saturday games, same thing this week, you know, we've got the, the Friday Christmas game with the saints and the Vikings, which is kind of odd. I don't remember that. Yeah. Before, but anyway, ugh, ugh. Uh, I'll just go with the last one was just these, this, this like late season injuries to everybody. It's just been kind of a letdown uh overall with, with how the season has gone ceh and i include j rob in here i just don't feel like j rob's gonna play but but maybe he will uh it's it's you know but it's fantasy's finals time we need these guys this is a uh, the most disappointing time to be taken out not that ceh has carried you here but he still is a startable piece um and honestly oh, yeah. i just i just feel like with these injuries too that the players just don't even care about our our fantasy lineups yeah what's going on what's up with that i, I mean you know, come, like, on. come on CMC needs to, you know, go go into his coach's office and Matt Rule's office and be like, you know, I'm playing this week. I'm not doubtful. Come on, I can get out there. Yeah, I have another I have a pistachios commercial I'm working on. And if I don't play this week, <laughs> I'm not going to get it. And then, uh, yeah, sorry, in two and seven in the semifinals. For, I just want to get down here. 2020 strikes one last, one of its last strikes of the 2020 year. There were just some down performances. I mean, I, I think in a lot of leagues that, I, that I'm in, um, I shouldn't say this because it makes me sound bad because I, I, w- I was seven to 10 this week, but th- there were some fluky performances, you know, guys that didn't perform well, like we talked about some of them and, you know, it happens. It, it's, it's just any, any one week, you get a couple of on your team that don't perform and, and you're playing the guy that's got Jalen Hurts going, you know, that's, that's going to sink you. <laughs> so it happens. Yeah. 
I got I got I played against a lot of Darren Waller this week. That was oh yeah, that's that disappointing. Was... Uh, but that, this is the way it goes. I'll, I'll evaluate those teams later. I like I don't really want to do it right now. Yeah, I'm still accepting yeah. the loss. It's 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 all good. There's always DFS. There's always playoff fantasy too. So if you got knocked out, don't don't forget. There's some fun uh, fantasy playoff things you can get into. Uh, well, we, we don't have a tweet of the week, but I do have a question of the week for you. And my question is this. If you're in a dynasty league where trading is still open, there's no trade deadline. It's still going on. So you're, you're playing for a championship week 16 and you can acquire some pieces to, to help you win. I mean, maybe beyond, but maybe you're just looking at this week. How aggressive are you to get that championship in these leagues? Like what's, what's smart to do? What's foolish to do? Just to give an example of a, a like what I think is a small move that, that I made with you actually in a league. Um, I am in a championship match and I traded a, a late second round pick for Marvin Jones because I think Marvin Jones is going to have a good week. That's a, a deal that definitely benefits you. Marvin Jones is 30 years old. His value is only going to go down. You're probably not going to be able to get any second round picks from Marvin Jones in the offseason. So that's a win for you already. It's only a win for me if he performs for me this week. But if you know if, if he doesn't, yeah, I, I lose the late second. Yeah, I've lost value, but not into the world. So, but should I be more aggressive? You know, should I try to you know sell some of my my younger, more talented assets for some some more upper tier veterans that can help me, or is is that foolish? What, what's your philosophy on this? Yeah, it, so my philosophy is one: do everything you possibly can to set your best championship lineup for that moment in time. Uh, if you have Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson, uh, and you squeaked by last week. You got to take advantage of this moment because you, there's no guarantee it's going to happen again the next year. So I'm a big, not like all out seller because you never should be, you know, just like taking pennies on the dollar, but I'm a big time seller of assets uh, in leagues. I can still trade in where I'm in the fantasy championship. I, I mean, I will, I will move in, in almost anything I can. If I really think there's a discernible advantage out there. So like the moment Zeke is ruled out, you know, trading that, that second round pick for Tony Pollard or trading, you know, Paris Campbell or whatever, you know, whatever kind of like back end asset for, for what is Tony Pollard, like moving those kind of things. But like, you know, are you getting, are you sending like LaVisca Chenault uh, who has a, a lot of value, potentially a lot of long-term value, but for one of those players that is just like popping up, somebody who's not going to help me at all is definitely on the block during these times. And I am hyper aggressive at going after it. What, what have you got? Um, I'm just thinking, trying to get an example here. Let, let's say you've got a like one of the the rookie running backs that has potential that's out this week. Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, one of these guys. We don't know that Antonio Gibson's out, but let's let's it's not looking good. So you got a guy like that, and there are owners that have some you know older running backs like like Aaron Jones. I think is a good example because he's the only guy I can think of on my head that could have a really big week. Um, but he's getting older, and his contract situation is a little bit dicey. Would you? try to package like a, like a, one of your younger running backs, like a acres or a Gibson and a deal to try to get an Aaron Jones type, or, or is that yeah. like, eh, so, I'm giving up a little bit of my future for that. So, so the answer, yeah, the, it's yes. If it's, if I can make it kind of like work, um, if, if, well, Aaron Jones might not be the best example because his practice reports recently, but, uh, well, if, but if, uh, let, let's just assume a healthy Aaron Jones. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm going to take Antonio Gibson and just see if we can do that straight swap or if I can get a little bit of like icing on top of it. All right. No, fair enough. So that, that's, that's good. Yeah. Cause I, I, I found that 
I, I don't know that I have a clear philosophy on this. Like I'm definitely going to go all in. I think I try to make, you know, some smaller moves that kind of make sense, but I don't know that I always want to make the bigger moves, but I'm faced with that in some leagues. I've gotten some offers and I'm like, Hmm, you know, that's definitely a, um, you could win me a title, but that's a loss long-term. So I never, you know, I'm just, I guess I'm just trying to determine, you know, how, how aggressive should I be? So I just wanted to get your in, input on it. Yeah. This For is me, the moment. This is the moment. If you can still trade, you got to move something like, it also depends though if your if your starting lineup is set and it would take a lot to crack that starting lineup. It's you're just in a different spot. Yeah, but if, if you yeah obviously if you're depends missing on your that team. one. Yeah, yeah, you're missing like that if, one, that one piece. Like, what would you give up right now for like you know Jalen Hurts' future if you have Dak Prescott that's been sitting on the bench, you know, and you're kind of waiting to see how this all rolls out. Those, like those type of scenarios, that's tough. Well, well, in a one QB league, I. I Obviously talking Superflex Ryan. Yeah, but Superflex, I don't know. Like, could I give up Dak for I mean that 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 deal could could you know win, be big time for you, but that's that's bold, Will. I, I I'm not I'm probably not that bold, honestly. Well, like, I mean to, you could you at least uh, approach him and, and try to negotiate it out. Yeah. Like, if you feel like you need something on top. Well, what's your value of Jalen Hurts right now? You're sitting there, you're you finished eighth in the league. Uh you're clearly horrible. So <laughs> my good team here, let's let's boost let's boost my future. Uh, and guys like that are kind of hard to acquire too, because let's say you're the Jalen Hurts owner. I mean, do you want to do you want to get you know trade him for Dak? Like, do you, like you if you're you hold Jalen Hurts, you may be like, and I'm not saying this is right, but I think sometimes we you know the, the hot guys were we were like, well, I got to get a ton for him, you know, like Travis Fulgham or something. It's like you know I can't give him up for this, you know, this guy's worth a couple of first round picks, you know, you you kind of you get you get caught up oh, in the, the Fulgham boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean. But this is but this is championship week. So this is I, I mean if Travis Fulgham was going full Travis Fulgham right now mm-hmm. and we were going to hit his third week, I mean you yeah, you'd move a second rounder for him easily. Things like oh, that. For sure. For sure. Uh I think that I think that Dak and Jalen Hurts one is good cuz I think I would trade Jalen Hurts for Dak if I was out of the playoffs, Ryan. I, I don't think I would I would think too much of it. Oh, I mean I I, I would too. I mean, if I, I'm totally with you. I think that's a, that's a great deal for you to make, but I, I think there may be some Hertz owners that would, would be like, Oh no, he's the next big, you know, I, I'm just saying that there's some people out there like that. Yeah. They, just, they overvalue their, their, um, their asset um, when they shouldn't. So, all right. Well, that was my question of the week. Um, I think we should move on. Will to our um, hot, bold, spicy takes for week 16. Our oh, favorite. I have a couple more questions, Ryan. Oh, you do? Uh, go, go ahead. And this is kind of like looking through some rankings online. I'll give away the website, I guess. Uh, would you take James Robinson or A.J. <laughs> Dillon right now? Don't give away the, the website. Um, oh, that's a good question. Um, well, you, you know, we're, we're, we're A.J. Dillon fans here. We, we have been. Um, yeah. I, I don't think that um, – Jamal Williams is, is going to resign Aaron Jones. The Packers may try to resign him, but man, it's going to be hard with that cap. I mean, cause the, you know, teams are going to have less money to spend. So I don't know what's going to happen with Aaron Jones. Um, so he could theoretically step into the role in green Bay and James Robinson. Yeah. I just think it's kind of a mystery what's going to happen with him. Like, cause you know, basically is the question is, well, is he a fantasy platypus? Is he a dynasty platypus? The platypus and I use that term. I just thought of this the other day, by the way, I haven't shared it with you yet because the platypus is no, like one of the I'm most excited. unique, unique creatures, you know, in the, in, in the, on the planet, you know, animal they, kingdom, it's a, it's a animal kingdom. It's, it's a, it's a mammal that lays eggs. Um, 
it's uh i i found out that it's um oh what do you call it like like it's feet like it's web feet it's got it's it's they're venomous so yeah, it has yeah. enough venom to kill a, a dog actually if so if, if you're out with your dog and you run into a platypus which will never happen because we don't have them here but if, you, if that ever happens yes. to you yeah keep your dog Florida's, away Florida's that... trying to get him in <laughs> um so James Robinson is, is kind of like the dynasty platypus or, or is he? Is, is Don't he let him near your dog. Is he kind of the outlier? That's a real good question. I guess I have to go. I think right now I have to go with James Robinson just because, because of the value that you can get for him at this point. Yeah. And well, and I think in the off season, any James Robinson share I have, that'll be like one of the targets is like an AJ Dillon plus. I think you'd be able to get honestly. Oh and yeah. I think maybe we should tr- like, get like make the bet like push our chips in that the aj dylan might still work out versus the long-term jason robertson value still working out um i think it's just some some interesting ones too like uh the the, the kind of the, the the tiers and the way that they're dropping so where are you on let's take a player like josh jacobs so josh josh jacobs versus the the rookie top six now so jonathan taylor swift CEH, Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, and Antonio Gibson. Where's the line? Oh, oh man, that that's tough. Um, who are who are the top? The, the, you said they're t- they're top. There's six. Yeah, uh, J.T. Jandre Swift, C.E.H., Cam Akers, J.K. Dobbins, and Antonio Gibson. Who's in is that sixth? And wow. I think you should. I think Antonio Gibson should move in there. Said six. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not really sure what I what I do there, to be honest. Because I, I I feel like it's pretty darn close at this point, which is crazy. I mean, I, I mean, I think in theory that Josh Jacobs with his profile should be higher ranked than all of those guys, but in practice, I don't think that's what's happening right now. Um, so so for me, it's really really. I mean, I don't know that I make the deal. I mean, plus you're trading running back for running back. So I, I think it's real, real close. I, I know that's not really an answer. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's where we are. So, but if, if somebody, <laughs> if somebody, if somebody offered you JK Dobbins for Josh Jacobs, straight up, it's running back for running back. You're not taking that. No, deal? I'm not doing it. No, I, I, I okay. Jacobs over. That, I think that's the way it's go about it. Okay. So if they offered you Cam Akers. No. I'm sticking with Josh Jacobs there too. JK yep. Dobbins is actually, I think, interesting. I think he could move ahead of. Of Josh Jacobs, but so Clyde Edwards Hilaire, you're taking CH. No, I'm keeping Jacobs. Okay, and now Swift. Keeping Jacobs. Yeah, and then Jonathan Taylor. That one's a little tougher. I probably go Taylor there. So Taylor's still your number one rookie running back, and then we'll we'll slide in Jacobs because I assume Gibson is not going to jump Jacobs. No, uh, I mean, as much as I like Gibson, no, I got to go with Jacobs. Okay. And I, cause I also really like Jacob's profile. I, I think we're, I'm worried about him holding up like long-term and how this is all going to work out with the Raiders. But when their offense is humming, it's humming. Like it's, I, I just think that there's still more, so much more meat left on the bone with Josh Jacobs that I am interested in. And he doesn't have the wear and tear and he has the age and he has the skill to just be, just have an absolutely massive season. Okay. Now what about Miles Sanders into the rookie class? If we can do this quickly. Oh, I, I think I'd take all those rookies over Miles Sanders. But, Inclu- but that's including easy. Gibson? Including Gibson. But for me, that's the – and I'm not talking – obviously, you know, I, I think you could probably get more value than, than, than you know, just like trading Miles. I think Miles Sanders is worth quite a bit more than Gibson, so I know you could get more. But, but if we're just saying 
you know, you, you, you know, the, the, it's either this or that, you know, you're just picking and not for, from a purely value point of view. Cause I, cause I think with, um, I, but I've always been like lower on Miles Sanders than most people. Uh, um, so, so for me, that's, that's pretty easy. Um, and I know I'm on an Island with, with that take, I'm sure. Okay. 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 We still good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, if you were offered AJ Dillon and James Robinson for David Montgomery. AJ, no, I, I think I keep Montgomery at this point. Yeah, I think I do too. I think yeah. I do too. What about Joe Mixon and David Montgomery? What about like, who would I want more? Yeah. I, I think David Montgomery, uh, man. I think I'm out on, on Joe Mixon. Oh, and, and yeah. on David Montgomery, riding the hype train. Running back six. I don't know. Probably, probably that's the, I may change my mind in a month or two, but um, and I, and I, I have to remind myself too, that, you know, it's easy to fall in that trap with, with, I mean, the, the thing you have to remember with Joe Mixon is that I, I think that Cincinnati offense is going to take the next step. I think, I think that franchise is getting better. Joe Burrow is going to come back. Um, they're going to continue to invest in their offensive line, which did not look horrible against the Steelers, by the way. Um, so that's probably a bad take. Cause I think Mixon let's, is all right, let's, so. Let's figure out this offseason trade candidate, David Montgomery, just real quick. So, David Montgomery or Aaron Jones? Oh, gosh. Before we know what happens with Aaron Jones, um, I like Jones more. And, and I, I, I'm just optimistic he's going to land in a, um, a a good place. Although, I will say the with Niner, Aaron Jones. The Niners. With, with the uncertainty here with Aaron Jones, though, it's kind of a guy I don't want to touch right now. In fact, I've thought about – like every time I think to acquire him, well, for like this, this is going back weeks. It's like Aaron Jones would be great for a playoff push, and I, I want to like be aggressive and acquire him, but I always like stop at the last minute because I'm like, I just don't know about his future. I just feel like even though he's very talented, he and if he went someplace, it could be good for his value. I, I just, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't like the, the fact he's. There's he's no better place for his value than where he is now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, maybe other places. I mean, I don't think so. I think no. he's he's peaked out. At, at, with the Packer, like he fits so well into what they do. Anyway, because because yeah. you just don't know with the guy. I'm mean, like he could go to some horrible, you know. Let, let's say the, you know, the the Jets, New York Jets, or sign. the Bills. Yeah, I mean, you just don't know. I mean, some really bad team could could sign him and and could really hurt his value. And I, I don't know. I, I just although I I kind of love to see Aaron Jones on the Bills. I think of it, but I, I really but it's like a bad Aaron. running back team. Like, I really like I really like Aaron Jones. It's just the thing that holds me back is that uncertainty with his future. I just wish he was under contract. If he was signed with the you know the the Packers the next four years or something, oh my gosh! I mean, you know, give me Aaron Jones all day. But that's okay, let's just go quick. Montgomery or Gibson? Montgomery or Gibson? Um, oh man, I, I I I like Gibson more. I mean, but when we're just talking about who we prefer and not, we're talking like which, which player we think is going to get more value here, right? season we're just like, well, it's just like, like more who you yeah. would take one or the other right now in dynasty i, I go gibson yeah i would do i would do okay <laughs> that's about it for the uh the, the spot on like spot price check it's fun because we are not like this is on the show sheet this is just off the top of our heads we're not like plug it into the calculator to see values uh, to see what they're currently like. i mean this is just like off the top of your head. i think this is a good exercise because it really forces you to think about how you feel about guys and um and and yeah you and you can maybe um get some value out of, out of those players because you know if you feel like i feel like okay i like all these rookie running backs over miles sanders miles sanders is worth quite a bit more 
maybe I can get one of those rookie running backs plus something makes sense to explore those moves. So yeah, good exercise. All right, let, let's get into our um, hot bowl spicy takes though. I don't know that we even have them on the sheet though. Well, so do you want um, do you want to recap uh, last week? How did how did you do? Yeah, you were on a hot streak, Phil. Uh, almost hot streak, and uh, the almost hot streak continues. Ryan, Patriots at Dolphins. Miami was a two point favorite that they win by ten plus points, which they did. Nice. Uh, and then Lynn Bowden is a full PPR wide receiver one. That didn't happen. It didn't come close to happening. We didn't sniff it. Lynn, let's get it together for this week. We need you for the fancy championships. Let's go. And and, 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 and yeah, mine, I, I had the Falcons. Five and a half point underdogs. Knock off the Bucks. Brady outside the top 12 in QBs. No Bucks wide receivers finished his top 12. Uh, t- excuse me, top 24 wide receivers. You know, that looks good for about a half. You know, it really did. Atlanta was was holding their end of the bargain, but then the Bucks came storming back. Um, and, and, and the Bucks won that game, of course. And um, Brady, I think, might have been a top 12 quarterback. I didn't know. Uh, that, it's, it, it, I, yeah. He had a good game. I mean, it, yeah, second it wasn't half really, bad. Yeah. I mean, it, he came out in the second half, so I think he, he improved his day quite a bit. Um, so that was just. No and water. Antonio Brown finished in the top 24. Yeah. How about Antonio Brown, huh? What do you do with those Tampa Bay wide receivers going into championship week, Will? I mean, uh, <laughs> bite all your nails off. I mean, oh my God. You gosh. can't sit them, right? Like, no, it, I mean, can't. It, yeah, that's the, uh, that is just ulcer inducing stress. Yeah, it's. Do you start T.Y. Hilton or Kiki Cutie in week 16? Gosh. Um, I, I, first, I don't have to make that decision, but if I did, actually, you know, I do have to Full make the decision. I do have to make this decision in one of our leagues where we're playing for third place in Dynasty Darwinism. So, um, I, I kind of I think I have to go Hilton, but I don't feel great about it because I'm I leaning like Zach Pascal. Yeah. Well, because Hilton's they're at they're at the uh, at the Steelers. At the Steelers, so it's just yeah. maybe it's Kuti. Yeah, you're right. Looking at the matchup, I go with Kuti against Cincinnati. Yeah. It just feels like you're getting cute, right? I just don't like it. It does. All right. Well, let, let's do our help but spicy takes for week 16. Did, did you fill yours in on the sheet? Yeah, I'm sorry to go back to the well. I'm sorry, but I have to. Uh, so the Colts are like one and a half or two point favorites at the, at the Steelers. And I'm just going to go right now. Jonathan Taylor is the week 16 RB1 overall. So wow. by double digits, JT is RB1 overall. And we go into the offseason – just oozing, oozing right with upside. Just dribbling, That's interesting. dribbling down upside. I'm, just, I'm, I'm looking at like who else, <coughs> who else I like better in terms of matchups. Um, I, you know, David Montgomery has a has a shot at it this week. Um, I hope David Montgomery gets it. This is gonna be so much fun. <laughs> you know, so, Alvin so Kamara. I I feel like is due for a big week. You know, that playing the Vikings. I, you know, obviously Montgomery did a lot against the Vikings. I think Kamara could do the same. Um, I think that's pretty bold. And, and honestly, the Colts winning by double digits. I know, I know the Steelers have looked bad, but man, I, I think the Steelers have to find a way to play. And I think their defense will rise to the occasion. I don't think the Colts' offense is particularly good. So I think this is pretty, pretty hot. Um, and and to say he's the, the and that's the thing. You, you've got to have so so Vegas has the Steelers. No, the Colts. You know, basically just winning by two. And and then to have Taylor be the running back one overall, that's that's really hot. That's that's Carolina Reaper for me. Woo! So let's go, Jonathan Taylor, everybody. 
and, and I'll be honest, I've, I, you know, I don't have anything in the show sheet. I've not given this a great deal of thought, but just taking a glance at what's going on out there. <laughs> I think this I'm going to really s- well thought out yeah, hours not- of sweating. I think that um, Cincy is going to beat the Texans. They are um, eight point underdogs. I think they're going to ride the momentum. And I think that Gio Bernard will be a, a running back too. I'll boo that part of it. I'll give you, I'll, 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 I guess, I'll give you Carolina Reaper because the parlay and the eight point dogs. But running back two is boring. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not going to say he's going to be a running back one because it's not going to happen. Well, fine. He, <laughs> he's going to be the. Oh, he's going to be milk. the. Oh, it's milk now, unless you go running back one. He's going to be the overall running back one. Jonathan Taylor's going to be the overall running back two. How do you like that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> banana pepper. Yeah. So yeah. So, we'll, so the parlay with I mean Gio is an RB two. If that happens, I think those are interchangeable. But it's probably not going to happen. So. Yeah, I mean, there's probably a reason, but taking an eight point money line is already a Carolina Reaper bet for the most part, right? (laughs) General, (laughs) when you think about in real life, right? uh, With this, if you did that, you'd get milk because it's just one one random call. Yeah, yeah, and and that's called lack of preparedness, and that's sad because this is like the last. Well, we'll do hot bold spicy takes in the in the playoffs, right? We'll we'll at least give some playoff predictions. So that's not the yeah. Jonathan Taylor's the running back one. That's not not honor for this year. So, well, two two minute warning. Final thoughts. Uh, what do you want to close? Th- this might be our final show of 2021. We are, or 2020, <laughs> excuse me. We are not necessarily committed to doing a show next week, but we'll see. We may do a show next week. Just yeah, who knows? The world takes us in mysterious ways, just like 2020 right. does. So we may or may not go on a hiatus next week. If We'll, we'll see. I won't be able to get my next Jonathan Taylor bold hot spicy take. <laughs> uh, you can put it on Twitter. Thanks Everyone for, thanks for coming along for the ride for this year. It's uh it's been great. That's my kind of like last thoughts is this has been a really fun and interesting season. We had stresses and non-stresses and it happened everybody. And that is something that gave us at least some sort of distraction from any sort of struggle you have in everyday life. And I'm thankful for that. Yeah. And, and we did need it. I mean, we can criticize the NFL for the way they've done this and, you know, making some of these games happen when maybe they shouldn't have, but it's, it's been really great um, to have this and, uh, you know, just speaking personally, well, I mean, having, uh, you know, the NFL season this year has, has helped my mental health quite a bit because it's, it's, it's kept a sense of normalcy for, for myself, for you, for, for a lot of us, right. Because this is, yeah. this is normal, you know, like we're um, you know, people joke about, Oh, I've got a zoom meeting and people do meetings over zoom. Well, we've been doing zoom for what, like four years now we're doing this show, you know, zoom yeah. is- <laughs> so when, when everyone, like when zoom became popular, it's like, Oh, we know zoom, we know how to do it. Um, but, but seriously, it oh, has you guys, been- oh, you guys don't have mics. Okay. <laughs> I guess. So. I mean, that's fine. But it, but it has been nice. And um, just, just to have um, a fantasy football and keep our dynasty leagues going. And also the, you know, the, the rookie class, I mean, this 2020 rookie class has been unbelievable, no matter how you slice it from um, really, really all, all the positions, um, you know, maybe not the tight end position. I'm trying to think who are, who are the rookie tight ends that have stood out. Um, am I forgetting anybody? It doesn't matter. We've had, you know, great quarterbacks um, uh, or potentially great quarterbacks. We should say, we don't know that yet. The running backs, the wide receivers, it's just amazing. And to see, 
so many of these guys perform has just been really special this year. And a year we, we, you know, the narrative was going to the season. Well, it was like, Oh, you know, we, you want one of these rookies are going to, they're not going to have the training camp. They're not going to play very well. Well, that's, that's, that, that's kind of a myth that's been shattered because so many of these guys have been so good. So that's been awesome. And yeah, it, it's, I'm just, I'm with you. I, I'm grateful that we had um, football in 2020 and, and hopefully we'll get a full set of playoffs and it's going to, the fun's going to keep going. So. Yeah. And, and Ryan down with the dark sorcerer. Let's go Ryan in our empire league championship yeah. let's yeah. go I, either i'm gonna you know knock you know i'm the underdog whether they're gonna knock off the the champ or he's gonna win and he's gonna dissolve so we'll, we'll see what happens so <laughs> it's a all right I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him my best david montgomery's gonna lead the charge so hopefully he can help us get it done well, get yourself some jam taylor <laughs> <laughs> all right with oh, that hey, John, um hey jonathan let's <laughs> be the running back one overall yeah mm. Okay, we're, we're, we're the Fantasy Joes. You can find us on Twitter, at FFJoes. Um, I'm on Twitter, at RotoLibrarian. Will is on Twitter, at FantasyJoe underscore Will. Um, he's Will. I'm Ryan. We are the Fantasy Joes. Stay alive, stay alive, stay alive. Ryan in the whatever yeah. Arbor does. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot we were going to do that. So I don't even have to find the clip of Santa Live now because you put it in the show already. So that's great. And I kind of forgot it. So yeah. that's how we end. <laughs> All right. Good luck, everybody. Playing for championships. Get the British championships home. Stay classy. There you go.